Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed, Pat. I I can't believe it. We are through, almost through our entire first week as an independent show, uh, no longer on Mojo 5 Radio. Um, and it, it, it's starting to feel a little normal. So that's good. That's good. Um, how are you feeling today? Uh, about the same as you. I, I I think this is starting to feel pretty good. Starting to feel pretty normal. Starting to uh, coalesce, if you will. Look at you using the big words. I know. I I have such a fiendish delight in reveling of the exuberance of my own verbosity. Too early, bro. Too <laughs> early. <laughs> I just just more in general. It's just too early for you. It, it 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 is it, that actually hurt my brain a little bit. Now, having said all of that, um, you know we we have a lot going on as we transition and change and do all of these things. But one of the uh, biggest changes is the reengagement of our locals community. In fact, if you are watching on our Rumble page, and you, you what is that? What is the locals community again? You, you don't have to worry about it. There is literally a button next to subscribe. That, that you can join the locals community at. And on top of that, Pat, on top of all of that, it's in the description of the video. There's literally a link. If you like this and you want our exclusive content, a.k.a. the afterthought, not the aftermath, the afterthought. That's right. The afterthought. Um, you, you just literally click that link. You, you can't miss it. You cannot miss it. Just go down to the description of the video. You will see it and click the link. Now, we have actually lowered our subscription fee. So if you follow that link and you want to subscribe or go to criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe, $2 a month. That's all we're asking from you. Two bucks. Two buck chuck. That's that's it. That's all we're asking of you. $2 or we're going to offer you an annual subscription, which means all of the things that we put behind the paywall going forward, you get it. You don't have to worry about paying $2 every month, right? But guess what? We're going to give you two months for free, $20 for your annual subscription to the critical thinking community. You'll get the afterthought. Um, I think we're going to be doing kind of like a live stream for a book club once a month. Um, we're going to kind of do some different things and experiment away. So if you want to be part of that process with us and, and be a beta tester, if you will, 
that's the easiest way to do it. Your annual subscription for $20. That's it. That's all we're asking of you. Not $5 a month, but $20 for the year. That's it. We're giving you a hell of a deal considering the content that we produce. Now, having said all of that, again, that's at criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. Don't forget, you can see it in the description or just simply click the join button right next to the subscribe button on our Rumble page. And if you're listening via podcast, join us on the Rumble page. Um, we're we're uh, beta testing some ideas and things behind the scenes when it comes to that as well. Um, hopefully, we'll have an announcement for that in a little bit. Now, speaking of the afterthought, uh, we kind of have the rule that what says or what is said in there just lives there. We don't need to discuss it on the regular program. But we do let you know, like earlier this week, the very first one involved the story of Brittany Griner and um, you know her being detained in Russia for allegedly, because we believe in innocent until proven guilty, but allegedly um, having a bunch of vape pens on her person or in her bags and her luggage when she went over to Russia. And those vape pens contained hashish oil, a.k.a. pot, a.k.a. marijuana, a.k.a. weed, whatever. Um, and we had our thoughts there, but there's an update to the story. Because um, guess what, Pat? U.S. Representative... Colin Allred is now working with the State Department to secure the release of Brittany Griner from Russia. What? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't hear that. No, well, I mean, I kind of did, but what? Because I, I just right, I get hung again, up on this again. The update is that. Mm -hmm. um, this has been allegedly a story or a thing going on for about three weeks now. And she's been detained for over three weeks. Mm -hmm. And, well, why would a U.S. representative be getting involved in this? Well, of course, there's got to be a connection, right, Pat? Right. Well, you see, he went to Baylor. She went to Baylor. Although, what's a woman? Anyway. Um. But also because, frankly, she's just a super high-profile LGBT advocate. So if you are an LGBTQ advocate, you went to the same school as a U.S. representative, you broke a law, not just a uh, an allegation, right? Because we've seen this before with Russia that they allege certain things that are not anywhere near true. And then they detain people. We've seen it. They're not above this ability to, to drum up charges. But my whole thing with all of this, Pat, is I'm inclined to believe that she likely did this. Simply for this fact, three weeks ago, Russia was on a war footing, right? They had yet to technically invade into Ukraine, but they were on a war footing. Why would they risk pissing off America and one of its woke heroes over something as quote-unquote petty as a vape pen right why would they do that it doesn't make diplomatic or common sense at all so it's very likely that they did find what they have alleged that they have found but why is a u.s representative getting involved here I, I, that's where i get hung up and, and I would understand if we were attempting to verify the veracity of the claims made, right? Mm -hmm. But what we continue to see from the State Department, from this 
this person and from her agent and from this team and the WNBA and all this stuff, right? They are bending over backwards to not discuss whether or not she committed a crime. It's this simple. If you went overseas and you actually committed a crime, I'm sorry. Just like the 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 concept here. If you came here illegally and committed a crime, you do the time and your ass gets deported. I, I, I fail to understand how this is a hard concept for the leftist, the activist crowd to figure out. I mean, if it were you or me mm-hmm. over there had, had had gotten caught for something like this, would we be getting help from the State Department or U.S. Right. representative right, right now? I mean, that, that, and, that's, and that's a topic that we it. discussed on on the afterthought. So I want to leave that alone. But right, um, but I get where you're going, and I get where a lot of people's heads go to, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to go above and beyond that because we also look at January sixth, right, and some of the right. things that are going on there. For instance, we have somebody who just now, like as in like a few days ago, got their first day in court. Pat, what day is it now? Uh, today is March 10th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Okay. So even if this was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. That was the first time they heard the quote-unquote charges against them. That was the first time that they had appeared in front of a judge to enter any sort of plea or set a date to enter a plea to do any of that. It's basically a year and two months later. It is a massive violation of that individual's constitutionally afforded rights. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have personal experience with this, by the way. It, it happened to me. So. Wait a minute. You you had to wait to go to court for a year and a couple of months? No. But I was detained and had had other people on the outside not gotten a hold of the court system. And then they realized they were violating my constitutional rights. Somehow I slipped through the cracks. Oh, yeah, magically. Mm-hmm. And no court date had been set. So there, so I can see how this accidentally happens, but for a year plus. Mm-hmm. Where is the U.S. representative outrage over that? We're focusing on... Somebody who committed a crime overseas, allegedly, over somebody who allegedly had their constitutional rights completely violated. While they looked to find something to hang him on, quote unquote. Right? Right. Do you see the problem here? I wouldn't have a problem with them. Because I wanted to go beyond what we were talking about in the in what's the common sense instant reaction is what the absolute crap if this was me, they wouldn't care. Right. It's not even that. It's that they are prioritizing somebody who's allegedly committed an actual crime over there versus somebody's constitutional rights being completely and totally trampled on here regardless of whether or not a crime was committed by that individual. Just because a crime may have been committed doesn't mean you get to abuse the constitutional rights of that individual. In fact, I would argue your charges are null and void. In fact, what I would be arguing in front of a judge is that this whole thing be dismissed with prejudice for violation of the constitutional rights of my client. The obligation is not on me to make you apply the Constitution. 
The obligation is for you to apply the Constitution to me. I have a Fourth and a Fifth Amendment right. And if you abuse that right, if you dissuade me of those rights, I should not have to pay the penalty. And yet we don't see any of our government apparatus hearing one iota because they're the ones actually doing the abusing here. They care more about a woke activist who committed a drug crime overseas than they do about a government abusing somebody's constitutionally protected rights. That's insane. Now, Having said all of that, Pat, we have a ton to get into on today's show. Do not forget, you can follow us at The Coppin Show, at The Pat Oni Show, um, where, by the way, if you are uh, an Instagram follower of us, um, you can catch a snippet of the show, um, usually about a minute long, so you can get an idea of what is going down on the show. And uh, we're also going to do some lifestyle stuff and and things like that. In fact, uh, we're, we're switching it up today, and, and, and Pat is going to have an opinion um, from something that we cover on today's show that didn't make it onto today's show. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're going to get a snippet of the show, and Tuesday and Thursday, you're going to get Pat and I doing an off-the-cuff discussion of something that we had talked about on the show that didn't make it onto the show. Um, but I, I guess what we need to start with, and maybe let's just do this, Pat, because... I think we have some heavy stuff coming up and we've talked about something already. Why don't we do this? Let's play the B or not the B and then get into the 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 fun of the show. How does that sound? Okay, let's 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 do it. All right. Today's headline. Tinder is introducing background checks into its hookup app because apparently that's easier than just not using a hookup app in the first place. Tinder is introducing background checks into its hookup app because apparently that's easier than just not using a hookup app in the first place. While you are thinking about that, folks, I have an update to our fine, fine friends at American Pride Roasters. Uh, The good news is that um, DM, ex-DM, Dave Matthews and his family, they have um, gotten their... Um, insurance company to commit to putting them into an apartment. They believe it's going to take at least a year to rebuild. Um, so they've gotten that commitment from them. Um, and they've gotten some offers, um, actually multiple offers, um, to house American Pride Roasters and the roasting equipment and all that stuff um, so that they can get their business back up and running as well. All of that is great news. Fantastic news, by the way. Fantastic news, but it's all because of the generosity of everybody who has come together. And that's the beauty of real community. You see it in Iowa because, frankly, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, less in Minnesota, but, you know, Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee, Oklahoma, we're all used to tornadoes, right? We it, Not everybody's seen one. I mean, I have personally. Like, I've literally seen one coming down the, from the clouds. Like, I've seen it actually right. forming. Um. That having been said, we we understand the devastation that these things can wrought on a community. But in the aftermath, how a community comes together, it's just so heartwarming. And it's heartwarming to report that we are close to $14,000 having been raised from 165 people, Pat. The generosity of people, the, the opening of the checkbook, knowing that the money is what they need most right now to be able to help rebuild and salvage their lives and their livelihoods. So thank you so much. But folks, we're almost to that goal that I set. Let us let us get there. Let us get to that $15,000 mark. $15,000 will go so very far to helping out uh, Dave, Faith, and their cat, Mr. Clarence. So, excuse me, their dog. They're, that's a dog, not a cat. How dare I do that? But their dog, Mr. Yeah, Clarence, um, yeah, says the cat and dog owner. Yeah, but I don't conflate the two. That's because you have both. So you'd be right to say that I'm a cat owner and then a dog owner. 
You're just covering your own bases. That's the... by the way, who brought the cats into the house? In, in my house? Mm-hmm. Was it did Ashley have cats? Did Mrs. Pat have cats before uh you guys got uh together on Tinder? Uh well no. So what what we, we she couldn't have pets in her apartment. Um what ended up happening is um we had we took in her parents' cat because my brother and sister-in-law had moved in um for a time in my at my in-laws and my sister-in-law is like very very allergic to cats so when we were getting married we had bought a house and we took their cat in so and then we've adopted um another one since then so actually we've adopted a few since then but a couple of them actually had uh passed away so um yeah, that that's another story for another time. Though I think so, so. You're saying your wife is the and her family are the crazy cat people. No, I I grew up with cats too. So, so you're all crazy cat people. Uh, my my mom worked for a vet for a number of years. My mom's a big animal person. I was raised to be an animal person. So yeah, I guess you could say we're all kind of crazy cat people too. Please tell me though you don't I have, have a, a, a room just dedicated to all the cat things. There was one point in my childhood, Andrew, that that my mom had four dogs, four big dogs, and three cats. Sweet Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just no. Now my mom has two dogs and uh, like 14 chickens. Okay. I can do do with the chickens. At least they can lay some eggs. Right. And be be productive. Right, right. Now, having said that, uh, please be productive. Go to the Fundly page. It is pinned to the top of my profile on Twitter. Again, that's at the Coppin Show. He's at the Pat Oni Show. Uh, by the way, do you have any updates on the on the Pat Oni Show before we get it back into the headline? Uh, do you know when it's coming back? Everybody's uh, in- I, anxiously anticipating that. I, I I'm hoping within the next couple of weeks. Um, I've been dealing with, as many know, I've been dealing with um, a housing problem had some flooding and been dealing with the insurance and trying to get my house back in order and get the repairs going. And we may be undergoing a bit of a remodel on top of that as well. So I've been more focused on that than anything. Yeah, no, that that's totally understandable. Well, I just didn't know if you had an update for the, the fine folks who are anxiously anticipating the return of the POS. Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm actually going to be testing some things here pretty soon though, too, um, just to make sure that everything works. Um, and I'm hoping within the next couple of weeks there will be more. Cool. Well, we'll keep you informed. Now, do you need the headline one more time? Yeah, because now I don't remember what it is. (laughs) It is. Tinder is introducing background checks into its hookup app because apparently that is easier than just not using a hookup app in the first place. Okay, so I'm going to go with not to be on this one because that's a very long headline for it to be the Babylon Bee. Mm -hmm. Um. But I'm going with not to be simply because. But I have a question here, and you'll you'll probably answer this for me. Doesn't that kind of defeat the whole point and purpose of a hookup app? I wouldn't know. I've never been on Tinder, Pat. <laughs> Only one of us has. Shut up, Andrew. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but you that, are that, correct. We have won a hundred dollars yeah. of Dominic Izzo's money. That allegedly gets earned in totally not nefarious ways. But the story is this. Hookup apps are particularly awful ways to date. Even though, by the way, Pat, my wife and I met online on OkCupid. So, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily a hookup app. I mean, it but, could be. But I guess some people use it that way or could use it that yeah. way. But it's not the majority of people. I know that because we're not the only ones that I know that are married from OkCupid matches. I mean, in fairness to me, though, I wasn't using Tinder as a hookup app. Yeah, you're in the minority, the vast minority. Mm -hmm. You and the uh, 500 other Mormons that are on it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But hookup apps are particularly awful ways to date even if you want to call what they do with hookup apps dating. But apparently they're dangerous as well, so dangerous that you can now be subject to the Form 1-783 if you use them. That's right. 
That is correct. Tinder's adding background checks to its dating app. Match Group Inc. Uh, and Tinder is introducing a tool to let users run background checks on prospective dates as the company continues to address concerns about the safety of dating apps. Match Group said it has been developing the tool since last March when it announced an investment in Garbo Technology Corporation, a nonprofit background check organization. Tinder members who tap into the feature in the App Safety Center will be directed to Garbo to fill in information about themselves as well as details about their match, such as name and phone number. That's right. Time was when man and woman had a pretty simple framework by which to structure their lives together. <clears throat> Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. That's from Genesis chapter 1. Yeah. Now, um, it's somewhere along the lines of this, according to Not the Bee. Fill this background check out so I know you won't murder me during our empty, meaningless, soul-crushing one-night stand. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I mean, that will don't preach, get me wrong. Friends. Like, that like, will I preach. I just just speaking from experience with Tinder because I mean I went on multiple dates from Tinder. I I didn't just meet my wife on there and that was it. There were there were plenty of crazy people on there and you didn't know how crazy they were until you met them. Um <clears throat> so I understand you know people want to have some level of protection. I get that. But if you're using it as a hookup app, does it, this just seems to defeat the purpose. So, I, I mean, I, again, I get the safety. I, I understand that everyone should be safe when they're doing something like this. But at the same time, are you not taking enormous amount of risks if you're just trying to hook up with somebody? Mm -hmm. so. Speaking of taking uh, enormous amounts of risk, Pat, um, hang on one second. Because uh, I've got to reintroduce a segment that we that we haven't done in a while. Again, if you're not watching on Rumble, you're probably wondering what that sound was. But that is by the numbers. Yes, by the numbers. The infamous segment that got me uh, started down this radio journey in uh, libertarian and conservative circles is back. Because, are you ready for it? Congress is going to spend $1.5 trillion for the rest of 2022 fiscal year, <clears throat> hailing it as the largest increase in non-defense discretionary spending in four years. Oh, and by the way, that's the Democratic side. The Republicans are also touting a big boost in military spending. Everyone wins. Yes, Pat. Um, again, this is by the numbers, so we have some numbers to give you. But 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 you have a question. Why? Why what? Why one point five trillion dollars? Also, isn't this bad news because? The Democrats love it. The Republicans love it. Yeah. Here is a hard and fast rule. So I've got two political hard and fast rules that are at play right now, Pat. Number one, whatever the hell Joe Biden says in foreign policy, do the exact opposite. Right. Number two, if the Republicans and Democrats are in agreement on a bill and it's going to fly through, you are about to be screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that 120%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, lawmakers unveiled a $1.5 trillion spending package on Wednesday, according to Reason, that would keep the federal government funded through the end of the fiscal year by hiking spending on literally almost everything. The plan, <clears throat> quote unquote, would substantially boost funding from uh, funding for the military and nearly every non-defense agency, growing domestic spending to seven hundred and thirty billion, an almost seven percent increase over current funding. The measure would also boost national defense coffers to seven hundred and eighty-two billion, 
a nearly 6% increase, according to Politico. Now, how do you know you are about to be screwed, Pat? Um, because I feel like I've seen this play out before. Also, because um, it is a 2,700-page bill that <clears throat> is already making its way through the uh, machination processes in Congress and in the Senate. And is likely to pass by the end of this week. So, so I my my question here is: uh, Do we have to pass it to know what's in it? Is that is that is that what's happening here? Because I feel like that's what's happening. Shut here. up and go eat your Jenny's ice cream. Oh, damn it! Now, the twenty seven hundred page bill, as I just said, also includes. Check this out, Pat. Mm-hmm. Fourteen billion dollars in quote unquote emergency funding for Ukraine. Including three and a half billion for new military equipment, because apparently seven hundred eighty-two billion dollars isn't enough to cover that already. And wait, we've got more. There's also fifteen billion dollars in COVID nineteen relief funds. Wasn't that struck down and taken out? Nope. Wait wait a minute. It was it, it was you're thinking of the standalone portion. Oh, okay. That's of the uh of the omnibus bill, right? Oh, okay. Earlier this year. This is new. Okay. So, by the way, Pat. <clears throat> we are running a $475 billion deficit over the first five months of this fiscal year. Now, that is an average of $3 billion in deficit every single day. Why why do we need another relief bill for COVID? Isn't that pretty well done with at this point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then why are we spending money on Ukraine, a war that we're not even supposed to be involved in. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, Pat. It doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. <clears throat> now, Senator Richard Shelby, a Republican of Alabama. The top Republican on the Senate Appropriations Committee lauded the package for including, quote, dollar-for-dollar parity for defense and non-defense increases, adding that the bill, quote, effectively addresses Republican priorities. Yes, uh, Andrew Coppins of uh, the Critical Thinking, uh, you have a question? What's a Republican priority? Uh, I don't. I don't. I actually don't know. What, I'm pretty what sure. I, I'm pretty sure there is no such thing, other than making sure that that they maintain power or increase their power. I am pretty sure there's literally no clear idea, no clear path, no clear plan laid out, no nothing. How do I know that? Because I've never seen it in my hands or online or anything, right? I I have no way to read what the hell the Republican priority or their platform is. Oh, sure, there's one in existence, but they sure as hell ain't following it. I was going to say, they don't don't follow it. And by the way, that $475 billion deficit is the CBO score from literally Tuesday. Now, this year's deficit, the good news, is unlikely to be anywhere near the records that we have seen over the past couple of years. But the same CBO has projections showing persistently high deficits for the rest of this decade and beyond. I I feel like I'm Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond. You know what? Screw it. Just screw it. If, if we're going to keep doing, we might as well just keep spending and spending and spending and spending at this point. I don't agree with this. 
I don't want to do this, but at this point, what are we going to do that's going to be any different? We're, we're just going to keep doing this every freaking year where we're going to be spending a deficit and that's going to continue to happen until somebody does something about it. So here's where MMT gets it wrong. Right. Because sure, you can run deficits and spend and spend and spend and spend all you want, right? Deficits aren't right. going to matter except for somebody has to take on that debt. Right? This is how this the 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 connected economies that we have work. And when China and other countries that hold our debt pull the rug out on that debt, call that debt due, and you don't got the money, we have a major problem on our hands. That's why it matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter necessarily the numbers, although I would argue it does. We can quibble over that. Like, how much do we run and not run? And sometimes debt can be good because it can allow you to increase your buying power or whatever, blah, 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 blah. That's a separate separate argument for a separate day. But it matters when it comes to treasury bills, to T-bills, because the U.S. dollar is the world's largest currency, right? It is the strongest currency in the world. It is what most people trade currency in. And when that bill comes due and you can no longer pay it, what happens to the quote-unquote strongest economy in the world? It will make Venezuela look rich. That's why this matters. I, I, I agree with everything you just said. I'm just saying at this point, we might as well just say screw it because it, it's like, well, let's just keep spending on all of this useless stuff that we can't even afford. And I, I'm, I'm serious. Where is this money that, that, or this tree that, that has money on it, you know, mm -hmm. in the federal reserve, where, where is that? Because I want one in my backyard. Mm -hmm. Well, funny enough, you should mention that Pat, because remember one of the uh, individuals who's, who was up, I think she ended up being withdrawn as the, mm -hmm. uh, not the, is this the comptroller of the Department of Treasury? I forget what the title that she was going for, but remember, she's the one who advocates for the disillusion um, of private banks and everybody will bank from the Fed. So if no. we if we have to do that, Pat, why don't we just have a tree that does um, produce our Federal Reserve note money right in our right in our home? It could be a little like indoor potted plant, right? That just craps out $100 for you. Because the more you keep doing this, the, the more useless our currency is right. going to become. Now, speaking of that, you would clearly think that we have some problems. But, um, you know, the people at the World Economic Forum, a.k.a. Klaus Schwab and friends, totally have an idea for you. It's called the Great Reset, right? We, we've talked about this almost ad nauseum this week. Yeah. Um. And we've talked about, you know, international fascism versus national fascism, which is kind of what the the real battle going on with the situation in Ukraine. This is this is the proxy war, if you will, of the actual war on the ground. But I want to be clear by what I'm talking about with this side of international fascism. Okay. You might have heard these terms stakeholder capitalism versus shareholder capitalism, right? Well, right. what Klaus Schwab and, and the international fascists, as I like to call them, because that's what this is, okay? Because what they want are, are companies that will work in concert with government to create, quote unquote, goods and services for the common good. It's not for the consumer. It is not for profit, right? It is not for a motivation of your individual effort or however you want to see it, right? If I wanted to start a nonprofit because I believe in a cause, that's serving a common good, right? A common good that I believe in. But that's me as an individual making that choice, right? They believe in government making that choice. That that's the great reset in a really kind of, you know, meta uh or, or macro way of putting it. 
It is ultimately companies producing goods and services that satisfy the common good as defined by government. And for Klaus Schwab and his friends, that is an international version of government. It is, well, we agree to this set of principles. Wait, what? And, and we can go down that road all we want. But at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Now, speaking of, of that, the afterthought today, um, Pat, is all going to be about junk science. Um, that's what it's going to be about. But the junk here, okay, is this idea that we have to, we, we can't do anything. The... The Great Reset is already upon us. Reason points out in a recent uh, YouTube piece that we might not be in the middle of the Great Reset. We might actually be at the beginning of the escape from these individuals. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this because, you know, um, Frederick Hayek, right? F.A. Hayek, one of the great libertarian economists and thinkers out there had this to say, I think sometime in the 1940s in the road to serfdom, the welfare and the happiness of millions cannot be measured on a single scale of less and more and depends on a great many things that can be provided in an infinite variety of combinations. It's, it's a long way of saying what may be good for me may not be good for you. We have individual choice, just like companies have individual choices on how they want to do things, right? They want to reorder society based off of some idea that there's a quote-unquote common good. Are there things that are common goods to society? Yes, they are things like don't murder, you know, all of, all of the, the basics. But beyond that, are we not free to live lives as we choose and see fit? Now, as this article points out, we actually have proof that a great escape from this type of an economy and a centralized economy is actually happening right now. And how do we know that? Because I have always said, Pat, the, the 50 states of the United States of America are what? They're experiments. This is the good part, right? Because we can take and see 50 different ways of doing life and see what works, what doesn't work. What might work in New York wouldn't work in Illinois, or what was working in Wisconsin might not work in Alabama, vice versa, whatever, right? But we can pick and choose. We can see, oh, hey, that policy is failing, or, well, that works because they're in the Northeast and, and the weather is different there, right? Or whatever, however you want to order those things. But they notice here that, and this is my question to you, do you believe the great escape is here because they evidence the U.S. population shift, right? The great escape being that people are seeking out decentralization. They're using cryptocurrency, not just as an investment tool, but they're also using it as a currency tool, right? A bet against government fiat currency. They're shifting how they live and where they live. The U.S. population shift has gone from what? Places like Illinois, California, New York State, to places where? Like Tennessee, Utah, Iowa, Florida. All places that are economically free. And we've seen what? Over 2 million kids leave government school systems over the past two years, right? We've seen massive increases in people homeschooling, in people going to private schools and charter schools and all sorts of things, right? Cryptocurrency. We've seen the rise in encrypted applications like Telegram or... Um, you know, other applications out there, right? VPN usage is way up. 
we've seen the expansion of independent media voices. In fact, independent media voices, those that are not tied to the New York Times or legacy media, have actually changed the world over the last few years. So, Hayek calling the central planning of the world the fatal conceit says that the curious task of economics is to demonstrate to men how little they really know about what they imagine that they could design. So, I ask you this, Pat. Could it be that we are actually at the beginning of a decentralization versus centralization battle to be had? Because we also saw what happened this week. The cryptocurrency executive order, which is why we're at executive order number 82, right? Uh, I mean, executive order number 82 had more to do with Russia and Ukraine, not... Oh, so then not, the, the one that, yeah. that hasn't been filed yet but has been signed mm-hmm. is the, the regulation of cryptocurrency, furthering all of that, right? Right. I think... So th- this is where my thought process goes with this. I think that we are seeing an attempt at a great escape, um, especially through things like cryptocurrency and, and, and everything that you just mentioned. You know, we, we are seeing that attempt. But what we're also seeing is the attempt for, for government to get their uh, fingers into that pie so that they can control it and regulate it. Um, and, and one of the things that this article brings out is that concentrated power itself presents an extent, ex- existential risk. A bad intervention applied to economies of the entire world at once can bring down the entire system. But the distributed power and a humble trial and error of markets and decentralized governance brings progress and fits and starts with less risk of total ruin. So what's going to happen here is they're going to try to get their fingers into this pie so that they can centralize it, control it. And it, and it basically will destroy everything that, that free thinkers and, and a free people have worked for. Yeah, and, and we've and talked about this. We've mm-hmm. talked about this concept in the past that people are right. like, well, if you don't like it, just create your own. You cannot right. physically create a parallel economy. Just as you cannot physically not bank, right? You cannot not have a bank in the United States of America. It is impossible right. to live in society without it. Now, could your bank be cryptocurrency? Yes. But it, but it would have to be a cryptocurrency wallet, which is a bank. It is a form of a bank. But by the way, are you getting paid in cryptocurrency? Are you are you decentralized enough in your no? You could you? Yes, you could ask your company to pay you in cryptocurrency, right? Mm-hmm. Can they do it? But to that point, Schwab has touched on this idea, stating Complexity creates limits to our knowledge and understanding of things. It might thus be that today's increase in complexity literally overwhelms the capabilities of politicians in particular and decision makers in general to make well-informed decisions. And that is the point of the great escape, okay, is that things are so complex. Like if I if I tried to explain to the world uh, how cryptocurrency works on a micro level, right, I don't know that I could do it. I understand cryptocurrency, but I don't know if I would understand all the intricate details, okay? Now, having said that, that's the point of decentralization, right? Is that these things are supposed to be so complex and so difficult to understand in terms of how they work that politicians cannot get their hands on it. That's the point. Decentralization is about making sure power is spread amongst so many things that it's impossible to centralize it. Yet we're seeing it happening. We're seeing it happening. And actually, Xi Jinping had a great quote about this. Small boats may not survive a storm, but a giant ship is strong enough to brave a storm. But a collection of small ships, right, or a collection of people who want a ship combining to create their own big ship, there you go. 
do you need the government to provide that ship for you? No. It's the ultimate battle that is going on. And and I, I just want people to be aware of that. You have to get used to thinking through these things differently. It's not just, well, I don't like government control and I like liberty. Liberty is a multifaceted concept. It's economic. It's personal. It is all sorts of different things. It's political. And when you lose that economic portion, like we have seen in Canada, like we've seen in China, like we see with these ESG scores all over the place, right? There we go. When you see all of that happening, that's the that's the the fundamental battle going on here. How do I centralize power versus how do I keep it decentralized? And if you research and take time to decentralize your life, you might have less of an impact from government dictate or edict. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts before we get into the afterthought where we talk about, um, well, junk science and uh, transgenderism. Well, my final thoughts are don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I don't think Tinder knows that it's a hookup app anymore. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.